me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Hi, welcome to the Simple Joe Show. I'm Joe. Today is Thursday, January 28th, 2021, and this is the show where you'll hear me talk about news, faith, personal development, and any other shiny object that strikes me as interesting. As you know, really, the the reason I do this show is just to become a better podcaster, to practice podcasting every day, practice speaking every day, practice slowing down when I'm speaking trying to eliminate ums and uhs and you knows and 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 those kinds of things <laughs> and it is right now 9:16 p.m. on January 28th and I am wrapping up my day like I have the past few days with recording this podcast if you are listening and you're probably not I certainly appreciate it. Now, I would really appreciate your feedback. Let me know how I'm doing, good, bad, or indifferent. I would love to hear your critique. I would love to hear your feedback. Just let me know what will make me a better podcaster. You can email me at joe at thesimplejoe.com. That's joe at thesimplejoe.com. In today's weather, right now it's 26 degrees Fahrenheit. We saw a high today of 28. It was sunshiny today. Actually, a pretty nice day after last night's snow and messy, nasty weather. It got to be uh, partly cloudy, partly sunny. Uh, I don't know the difference. If you know the difference, let me know. The high was 28 today and the low was 19. And tomorrow, it's Friday. Full on sunshine tomorrow. I can't wait. The high of 34 degrees and a low of 22. Looks to be a beautiful, beautiful day. Birthdays today. St. Thomas Aquinas was born today in 1225. Alan Alda, the actor from MASH, he's done some masterclass work. He's done some uh, historical work, some historic, historical documentaries and some scientific documentaries. Really, really good. Great voice. Very distinctive voice. He's one of those voices that if you hear him in an, in an animation or voiceover or something like that, you automatically know who it is. Alan Otto was born today in 1936, who, by the way, his real name is Alfonso Dubrosa uh, or Dubruzo. Uh, I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but uh, we know him as Hawkeye Pierce, one of the nicest guys uh, you can ever meet. I've, I saw him play a bad guy one time, I think, in The Blacklist. I think it was the blacklist and wow, he did a great job as a bad guy, but man, he plays the nice guy better than anybody. Happy birthday, Alan Alda, born today in 1936. Rick Warren, the uh, pastor of, I think the sixth largest or sixth fastest growing church or largest church in the nation. Uh, Don't remember the name of the church, but he wrote a book called Purpose Driven Church. He also wrote a book called Purpose Driven Life. The book Purpose Driven Church, actually, I've seen uh, quoted as one of the most influential books for marketing and leadership, even amongst even amongst uh, secular people. Rick Warren was born today in 1954. In 1972 to 1972 today, Amy Coney Barrett, U.S. Supreme Court Justice now, Amy. 
Coney Barrett was born today in 1972. Very controversial appointment in the last um, last months or so of President Trump's uh, term. We didn't know he wasn't going to be elected, but there was some suspicion. So they uh, they got Amy Coney Barrett, Justice Amy Coney Barrett, through, and uh, I have some commentary on that that I'll keep to myself for now. And in 1981, Elijah Wood, actor Elijah Wood, was born today. Of course, the actor from uh, played Frodo in Lord of the Rings. Big debate around my house is who was the real hero of Lord of the Rings? Sam, Samwise Gamgee. I think that's how you say it, Gamgee, or Frodo. My take is, no doubt, hands down, Sam was the real hero of the movie. Yes, I know Frodo had to carry the ring. He was the only one to carry, and the only one that could carry the ring. But without Sam, Frodo would have been toast many, many times. There's that great scene uh, where Sam, uh, Sam screaming at Frodo to make it up the mountain, and Frodo can't make it. Mountain Doom, I guess it is. I'm not a I'm not a Lord of the Rings geek, but uh, I get I know enough to to be able to tell the story. So Sam is carrying Frodo, uh, or excuse me, Sam is trying to get Frodo up the mountain. Frodo can't make it, and uh, Sam says to Frodo, "I may not be able to carry it," referring to the ring, "but I can carry you," and puts Frodo on his back and carries him up the mountain. Saved him from the spider. Saved him from uh, uh, Smeagol, uh, saw Smeagol from a mile away, just hands down, no doubt. I'll argue all day long. Sam Wise Gamshi was the hero of Lord of the Rings, but Elijah Wood was born today in 1981. So I wanted to go through a list today that I found interesting. Uh, I, at this spot, I usually do a news commentary, but today I wanted to go through this list that I found on playback.fm, the, uh, top 10 songs about cheating. Number 10, your cheating heart by Hank Williams written shortly after his divorce. Your cheating heart was how Williams described his first wife to his future second wife, Billie Jean Jones. According to Jones, the idea came to him while driving to her parents' home in Louisiana to announce their engagement. It was recorded in 1952 in his last session at Castle Records in Nashville and released posthumously in 1953. Hank Williams was one of the most unique individuals, a pioneer in country music. This song just is is an earworm once you hear it. But uh, wow, what a tragic life he led as well. Uh, Alcoholism, drug abuse, uh, just a tragic, tragic life. But number 10, Your Cheating Heart by Hank Williams. By Hank Williams. I keep wanting to say Hank Williams Jr. because it just flows that way. Number 10, Your Cheating Heart by Hank Williams. Number nine, Lion Eyes by Eagles. By the Eagles. When the Eagles came, became known as a band of decadence and debauchery, Lion Eyes was written by the band when they were still struggling artists in L.A. The legend goes that they were in their favorite bar in L.A., Dan Tana's, where they would drink with beautiful women who left at midnight to go home to their husbands. <laughs> very nice. Very nice. Um, 
Never, never a big Eagles fan. I like some other standards, but uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I'm a I don't know, I'm in between an, an Eagles fan and Eagles fan and not an Eagles fan. But they're all right. But number nine, Lion Eyes by the but number nine, Lion Eye Eyes by the Eagles. Number eight, Pale Blue Eyes by Velvet Al- Underground. Written after John Cale's departure, Lou Reed allowed himself to develop his songwriting abilities. Allegedly penned about his ex-girlfriend, the song contains the intimate lyrics, It was good what we did yesterday, and I'd do it once again. The fact that you are married only proves you're my best friend. It was so intimate, in fact, that guitarist Sterling Morrison admitted that if he'd written those lyrics, he'd never half have asked the band to play it uh let's see he did uh who was it was this Mm, i can't think of the song that lou reed did walk on the wild side i think was lou reed uh could never be released today because some of the lyrics in it but that's another earworm uh walk on the wild side do 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 to do to do to do yeah that's the best i got number seven me and mrs jones by billy paul opening with a saxophone riff borrowed from a doris day classic secret love the heartbreak of billy paul's voice adds to the yearning in the lyrics written by the philadelphia soul defining team of Ken, of kenny gamble leon huff and carrie gilbert the song's inspiration came from witnessing a man and a woman who would meet in a local cafe and listen to the jukebox before going their separate ways. I think I know that song. And, and if I remember right, it is, it is soulful and sad and just, uh, uh, Billy Paul's voice is aching in that song. Number six, you make loving fun by Fleetwood Mac. Was there ever a band more defined by their romantic relationships? Co-singer Christy McVeigh, penned You Make Loving Fun during the demise of her marriage to the bass player, John. Is it McVeigh or McVie? Let's. I think it's McVie, actually. At that time, Christine started a re- romantic relationship with Curry Grant, Max Lighting Technician. It ended up being one of four McVeigh's penned songs on Rumors. I'm a pretty decent Fleetwood Mac fan. Uh, I like their standards. Excuse me. I don't, uh, I had pizza tonight. Sorry. Uh, yeah, let's leave it, leave it at number six. You know what? I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. And tomorrow I will finish number five, four, three, two, and one of the top 10 songs about cheating. So I will finish that, that list tomorrow. What's next? Here's the deal. Would you rather Always be 10 minutes late or always be 20 minutes early. Easy. I would always be 20 minutes early. Can't stand being late. Although I've been late my share of times. Can't stand it. Hate it. Embarrassed when I have to walk out, walk out of the door late, walk into a door late, walk into a meeting late. Uh, If you're not five minutes early, you're, you're five minutes late. I think, is that how it goes? If you're not five minutes early. You're already late, something like that. And if you're 20 minutes early, you can find some time, something to do with that time. You can read, you can mingle, you can set the stage, you can, you can uh, meet some of the other people that that are there early. You can always, um, 
you can you can find a way to fill the time to make yourself a, a better human being in one way or another. If you're 10 minutes late, you just look like a doofus jerk who doesn't care about anybody but himself. That's consistently 10 minutes late. If you're late here and there or a few times, well, grace abides, right? Grace abides. Grace abounds. Grace abounds for those that are 10 minutes late, 10 minutes late. <laughs> well, I had an interesting night tonight. My, uh, well, let's, let, let me just set the stage here. My father-in-law came over and my mother-in-law came over to our old house, uh, the, the house that we're moving out of to help us pack and to help us move some stuff around. And in fact, my father-in-law was going to help me patch some walls and do some painting over at, at the new place. Well, he gets he gets a phone call and I could hear, hear through his phone, grandpa, I'm stuck. What had happened was my nephew, my nephew, my father-in-law's grandson, my nephew drove into a ditch and was stuck. And the way he made it sound was, Hey, my tires just stuck in the mud and I can't get it out. So we tried to give him some tips about putting something underneath there to gain some traction and trying to find a piece of board or a piece of plywood or even a piece of cardboard to stick up underneath there to get some traction and, and get yourself out of there. You could tell by his, the tone of his voice that he was really shaken up and scared. Uh, he had a quiver in his voice. Uh, it's, it's really sweet to be honest with you that he reached out to his grandpa first. Um, and, uh, for reached out to his grandpa first for help. Uh, but he was shaken up and he was scared. So Russ, my father-in-law and I decided to grab some plywood and go help my nephew, his grandson, get out of, uh, get his, get his tire out of this mud, get his car out of this mud. So we grabbed some plywood and headed over there. And as we, uh, as we got there, it was a little more than, um, a tire stuck in the mud. He had driven completely off the road and was stuck in a ditch. Uh, really here's, and here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. He just got his license today. Today was his first day with his driver's license. Heartbroken man drove the car off into a ditch. Uh, it doesn't look like he slid into the ditch. It looks like he was taking, making a right-hand turn and probably made that right-hand turn too tight and, and couldn't correct himself soon enough to, keep from driving off into this ditch. He drove over a culvert and really was right down into a ditch. So a tow truck, when we arrived, a tow truck, they had called a tow truck already. And when the tow truck got there, uh, I started directing traffic and that was a, a, a fun thing to do. Believe me, uh, trying to get cars not to go when you tell them to stop and to go when you tell them to go and uh, and I didn't have a flag. I didn't have a flashlight. I didn't have anything, but these cars were just coming dangerously close to the car that was stuck in the ditch, dangerously close to the tow truck, trying to get the car, the car out of the ditch and just wanted to do what they wanted to do. No matter what, wherever they were headed was pretty daggone important. Most people, now let me back up a little bit. Most people were very, very kind and stopped when I asked them to stop and went when I asked them to go. But some people were just wanted to do what they wanted to do. The tow truck got out the winch, 
wrapped it around the, I guess the front axle or whatever it wrapped it, wrapped the chains around and started to pull the car out. I'm amazed by these guys and the angles that they can pull cars out. Uh, this was at a really awkward angle. He, he was able to situate his truck, the chain and the car in such a way that he was able to, to get the car up and onto the road and finally pulled off. They, they drove the car, the, the car, actually it wasn't a car. I've, I may have been seeing a car the whole time. It was a, it ended up being a truck. It was a truck real rear wheel drive truck that was stuck and, uh, ended up getting the truck out of the, out of the ditch, drove the truck up a little bit, finished putting it up on the, uh, up on the tow truck and went on their way. Kudos to those guys who are working these, these winter months in the tow trucks. I know they work long, hard hours, and this is the time that, that they make their money in situations like this, but they're still out there and they're still helping people. Kudos to those guys. This is uh, my nephew's, I guess, I hope it's his first accident. Got it on his first day of having his driver's license. Get that one out of the way. And uh, good luck driving uh, in the future, buddy. You got this one out of the way. Good story to tell your kids when you when you have them. Well, that's that's it for today. Let's go ahead and wrap up on that story. You can reach me on Twitter at at for Joe Taylor if you want to reach out to me on Twitter. And if you like the show, I would really appreciate it if you told a couple friends. But be sure to let them know that this show is not for them. <laughs> this show is for me. This show is so I can become a better podcaster, a better storyteller, uh, a better reader, uh, better at improvisational talking, uh, better at kind of speaking off the cuff, giving commentary, so forth. So that's what this show's all about. But if they want to listen, I would love to have them listen. If they listen, and if you're listening, give me a critique. Tell me what you think. Good, bad, or ugly. I want your feedback. I really do want your feedback. You can visit my website at thesimplejoe.com and you can send feedback to joe at thesimplejoe.com. That'll wrap up today. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. Talk to you tomorrow.